everybody. I'm Lauren. I'm Bree. And welcome to Imaginary Library. say I put the uh, emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> Your mom says that? Yep. That I've never heard of that. Oh my god, that's amazing. What the heck? Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, hey guys. Hello. Uh, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we have any orders of business. Really? Um. um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, speak. I really hope you guys like fairy tale retellings, but oh boy, this episode. Yep, this is Bree's episode. Jesus Christ. She's taking the reins. We're talking about Peter Pan retellings. Yup. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle up. We are talking about Peter Pan and the Peter Pan retellings. Now. Am I just diving right in? Go for it. Okay, well, here we go. We've never done an episode like this before, where it's just... Because we usually, like, there's a topic where we both... I feel like I'm presenting a little in bit, middle school. Yeah. Where I'm just like, all right, here's my, here's my assignment. <laughs> I hope the teacher gives me an A. <laughs> this is how it feels. But I'm very passionate about Peter Pan. Peter Pan is one of my favorite Disney films growing up. Um right behind Mulan. Mulan is my number one. I've I've not... Okay, if anyone can point me to the direction of, like, all the Mulan retellings, please send them hither. Email us, please. I, I want them. I'm sure um, it exists I know, I know. a BuzzFeed article somewhere. That's <laughs> very fair. Very fair. To be fair, I've never really, like, looked into Mulan retellings. Damn, I... I'm, I'm I aware really of one, at least. I'm aware of one, too. It's uh, Reflections. It's one of the Twisted Tale books. Mm. I'm, st I'm still going through that one. Yeah, the one I know, it's part of... Oh, jeez. It's... There's not um, a name for this series, but it's a series. Mm -hmm. It's just... I think it's just called... It's like Once Upon a Time is Timeless or something like that. I don't know. It's weird. But, um... It's like a whole but like a whole bunch of different fairy tale retellings and there's one that's Mulan called uh, Wild Orchid. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to give it a look see. Um so today we're I would love to talk about Mulan all day. I would. <laughs> and I would someday. <laughs> Just not someday. today. Exactly. <laughs> today we're talking about Peter Pan. My second favorite Disney movie. <laughs> um, my second favorite Disney st story. So, Peter Pan, we all know it's the fictional character. Um, it was actually created by a Scottish novelist and playwright, J.M. Barry, um, yes. written in 1904 uh, for the play Peter Pan, The Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up. And in the play, Peter brings Wendy and her brothers to Neverland, where he has a showdown with his nemesis, Captain Hook. We all know the story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so, since then, her Barry's original works um, consisted a few years after where she wrote an actual book called uh, Peter Pan in Kensington Gardens in 1906. Um, that one is about Peter Pan as a baby. 
flying around Kensington <laughs> Gardens with fairies. Uh, it was known as like a book within a book from the from Barry's first published book, The Little White Bird. So that story is in that story. So Peter Pan is referenced in that book. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna see a it's it's fictionalized retelling, but it's pretty good uh, telling of how J. M. Barry wrote Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a movie called Finding Neverland. Ooh, I've heard of that one. It's a tearjerker, but it's beautiful, and Johnny Depp plays Jamberry, so, Mm -hmm. you know, good shit. Good, good shit. (laughs) Um, yeah, and then Jamberry, she ended up, or he, sorry, sorry, (laughs) I learned that while I was writing this, by the way, like, a few weeks ago, I was just like, oh, it's a dude! Anyway, (laughs) I did not mean to... Uh, assume your pronouns. So sorry. <laughs> very, very sorry. I'm usually really good about that. Um, but then in 1911, uh, they wrote the sequel play, Peter and Wendy, um, later published as a book. Um, it's basically uh, when Wendy grows up, when Wendy grew up, an afterthought, and it was released in 1908. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. We all know Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And so, um, basically the origins of Peter Pan, and then it turned into the Disney film. Um, One thing that really attracted me to Peter Pan as a kid, which I think it attracts all of us as a kid, is like, you know, we don't want to grow up. No one wants to grow up. Being a kid's fun. Who wants to be a boring adult? Mm -hmm. And it's so fucking ironic that, you know, when we're kids, like, oh, Peter Pan's awesome. But then, like, as we grow up, huh, Hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. <laughs> As we grow up, we realize that Peter Pan's a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, every single, and I've looked on Goodreads, there's 150 pages on Goodreads of Peter Pan retellings. Oh, dang. A shit's 50 books per page. Yep. I'm aware. Like, well, and just in case some are, some are uh, familiar on Goodreads. I'm just being like, I, I, I fucking know Goodreads. <laughs> <laughs> I frequent Goodreads all the fucking time. What do you mean? <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's just hilarious, like, as we grew up and look back on Peter Pan and how, you know, when we were kids, you know, getting, learning how to fly, like, you know, going to different places and, like, you know, battling the bad guys and being the heroes sounds so fun, right? Mm-hmm. And then we grow up and we're like, dude, he's kidnapping children. <laughs> like, these lost boys have been in Neverland for how long? They don't remember their mother? What? Red flags. That, that was a huge red flag. <laughs> and, you know, the kid chopped off captain hook's arm fed him to a crocodile as a prank yep because uh, he thought it was funny yep what the hell <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like you know i'm honest, i'm honestly kind of like baffled that like when we were younger we're like yeah peter pan he's fucking sick mm-hmm. like oh my god yeah. it's it's very ironic what were you saying lovely oh I was, uh, I was just saying there's um, these book series that I'm gonna actually talk about on my Alice in Wonderland retellings, but um, it's a uh, it has a lot of different characters from different books. It's one of those like books are real kind of story things. But um, 
Peter Pan's a villain. <laughs> so. <laughs> in all the pages of Goodreads, I have yet to find, unless it's like, minus like the children's books where Peter Pan is like, takes you on another adventure. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like if it's geared towards children, Peter Pan's still really rad. Yep. <laughs> but every other retelling, like, after you're done, like, reading, like, the 1 through K chapter, like, learn how to read books, every single Peter Pan retelling Peter is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna fly up to windows, and I'm gonna steal girls, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's Make them fine. call me- make them call me mommy, <laughs> just like- <laughs> call you mommy and you can't leave ever let's imagine this psychological implications of like a 300 year old man in a 12 year old's body <laughs> in one of the books i'm gonna reference there's a huge difference between immortality and eternal youth mm -hmm. and one book that i'll talk about later brings that into consideration but yes no what the fuck peter pan <laughs> <laughs> I'll dive into because like some of the relationships that Peter has the more prominent ones I want to take a look at before we dive into the books books mm -hmm. because everyone knows the relationship between Wendy and Peter which almost every single Peter Pan retelling tells the story of Wendy and Peter where Peter's the bad guy and Wendy's you know Wendy because <laughs> in the original play um, Wendy uh, has they, It has been alluded that Wendy has romantic feelings for Peter, but because of his inability to love, he doesn't, like, return the feelings, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, certain adaptations, like, of course, like, the 2003 Peter Pan movie, where, like, it's definitely, like... I love that one. It, the 2003 Peter Pan movie always has a special place in my heart. Yeah. I mean... It's great. I mean, Hook with Robin Williams. Peter. Yes! <laughs> there's, a, there's a very interesting relationship with Wendy there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was, was slightly fun. romantic, but then she grew up, and it's like, no. No, fam. Yeah. No, and then, <laughs> I'm like... 80. Yeah, she's like, yeah, man, like... I think, like, in that, I think she even questioned that, like, I wonder why Peter didn't stop, you know? I thought Peter was gonna stop the wedding. But no. Oh, yeah, I think there's a line. Something like that. Yeah, where she was just like, I'm very surprised Peter allowed this with how fucking, you know, controlling he is. <laughs> how possessive he can be. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was... No, it's just me being a dick. Yeah, I Peter think that is, is just you being a <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I've noticed, I mostly... Peter Pan retellings, I mostly only see, like, the films. <laughs> really? I, I, I don't really read the books. Like, I mean, I've seen, well, you made me watch the, uh, the one Peter Pan, um, adaptation, but I've seen Hook, I've seen, um, there's, there's one really nightmarish one called, I think it's just called Pan, um, where <laughs> Hugh Jackman played, uh, Captain Hook, and uh, led, there was, like, a chorus of Lost Boys singing Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Oh my god, I watched that one. <laughs> you did? <laughs> yes! A, it is a fucking fever dream. 
that <laughs> movie is something Yeah, else. I remember watching that one. Oh, jeez. But yeah. And, like I said, I love Finding Neverland, which we should really mm-hmm. watch. But, um... Yeah, I've only ever read read one Peter Pan sort of retelling, and it was Peter and the Starcatchers by Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a kid series, but in it's like how Peter Pan came to be. Okay. And Captain Hook and the Lost Boys and all that good stuff, and. It was, it's a really creative take on it that's, like, really different from anything else I've seen. Hmm. But. I've actually never heard of that one. Shocker. I know. Well, to be fair, there's over a thousand books <laughs> of Peter Pan retellings. Mm-hmm. And obviously I have not read all of them. But there's a lot of my TBR still mm-hmm. that I'll get into later. Um, but yeah, so we talked about Wendy. Um, Tiger Lily. Now, Tiger Lily, she is a, she's native to uh, Neverland, and she is the daughter of the chief, and she also has romantic feelings for Peter, that he does not return because his, of his inability to love. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Tinkerbell. Um, she's a common fairy, Peter Pan's best friend, and is often jealous and very protective of him, both. So jealous sometimes because she really hates Wendy. In every book. <laughs> she, like, this girl, Tink really goes in on Wendy. Like, she's not, they are not friends. And mm-hmm. Tinkerbell would, like, she would hate Wendy, be jealous of Wendy so much that she would turn to Hook in hopes that Hook will get rid of Wendy. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, Hook, you know, doesn't go for Wendy, goes for Peter, obviously. And Tinkerbell's just like, oh, what? Every single time. <laughs> like, Captain Hook, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> you mean turning to Peter Pan's mortal enemy for help would backfire? <laughs> I fucking love Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell's fucking great. I read Her all sass. the Pixie Hollow books. Yeah? Yeah. They're so good. I love Tink. And mm. I love all the Pixie Hollow fairies. Absolutely. I miss, I miss the Pixie Hollow website. <laughs> I know! That was so cool! Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we really showed how old we are. <laughs> oh shit. Well, here we go again. Anyway. And then we go to another main contender is Captain Hook. Captain Hook. We all know him. We all love him. Let me tell you. <laughs> anyway. Some of these retellings. Anyway. Um. Well, some of these retellings. Anyway, going back. <laughs> the face you just made. <laughs> There are good, and there's bad, and there's what the actual fuck, and I'll go into that in a second. But Captain Hook, uh, his right hand was cut off by Peter um, in an epic duel. Like, in some books, it was uh, a duel, a prank, whatever the whatever the fuck. Right hand chopped off, he puts a hook on it, and he vows vengeance for Peter Pan one day. Mm-hmm. So the reason I wanted to, like, touch base on these specific... Uh, characters and interactions with Peter Pan is because they have been brought up in most, if not all, of these Peter Pan retellings. Now, we can talk a little bit about how do you like, because you can tell me with uh, Alice in Wonderland retellings, do Mm -hmm. you like when the retellings are of the actual characters in the story, 
Or do you want, do you like the idea of, like, someone random, like Gwen, going into Neverland? I, I like them both. I like them both. Um, I do tend to be a bit of a purist sometimes, so I'm like, no, I want to see this character. Why, why don't we see this character anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do like seeing different, different takes on things, so seeing other characters get brought into it as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a mixed bag for me. Yeah, it is a mixed bag for me, too. Preferably, I would like to have it from a... P- if I'm reading a book, I want it from the POV of, like, people who I know are in Neverland. Mm-hmm. If you do the book really well, and I will go into the books that didn't, <laughs> insert... Okay, if you're going to make a new character, they're just a random... Mm, I get worked up Deep already. breaths. Deep breaths. <laughs> it's okay. <sighs> If, if you're going to create a new character to go into Neverland and experience Neverland, please give them more fucking depth. <laughs> My god! You mean no self-inserts? <laughs> I swear to god, it's always a self-insert! Okay, fuck it, we're gonna go to the bad adaptations because I don't know if I can do this anymore. We're actually, we're still on schedule. It's fine. <laughs> so, bad. I'm going to go through the bad books. Personally, okay. I'm so sorry to the readers if you are on Book Talk and you were recommended some of these books and you think they're great, or if you were looking forward to said books. I am going to bring down a harsh sense of reality, all in opinion, by the way. But holy fuck. Yeah, if, I mean, if you like them, good for you. Glad you can enjoy yourself. But like, Exactly. We're, we're, all... we're just going to dish out our opinions. Yes, the, uh, my opinions for these next books are going to be very, very harsh. Because of the amount of frustration I feel for these ones. So I do apologize in advance. Maybe you find it entertaining that these books send me up the fucking ringer. But, oh my you gosh, know... she's been so mad for weeks. Oh my god! <laughs> Okay, I'm just jumping into it. Go for hooked, it. hooked by Emily McIntyre. That book was circling Book Talk for months. It is still <laughs> on Book Talk. Like, oh, Goodreads, and I, I work in Barnes and Noble, so like, I see all of the orders for Hooked on to be on reserve or customer holds, and the fucking display. We have a spicy Book Talk display in the store, and guess what's on there? Hooked. hooked. And I'm just like, okay, for those who have not read the book, Hooked, it, here, I have the thing. The official, like, description summary. for the summary for the book, the thing on the back, it goes, <laughs> once blurb. upon a, yes, yeah, that's the word, blurb. blurb. <laughs> once upon a time, there was a little boy, his belly full of laughter, his life full of joy, until one day, something changed, stripped his innocence away. The hole inside making space for the devil to come and play. His dreams gone forever, he grew up way too fast, an endless night of crocodiles and watches made of glass. He grew into a villain, the taste of vengeance on his tongue, craving to Whoa. Craving to make his enemies pay for the misdeeds they had done. Instead he found a darling girl, refused to let her go, for what better way to make a man pay than to steal his little shadow? Okay. Just just from the blurb. <laughs> I am 
wildly uncomfortable <laughs> with a like self-reported smut book yep having a cute little poem about a child on the back yep <laughs> i am <laughs> the red flags they're there it makes me terribly uncomfy. That is not the kind of blurb I would be expecting if I picked up a book from a spicy book talk <laughs> shelf. <laughs> and so, again, my interest is piqued. And mm. I have this horrible thing called, what is it called, Lauren, where I can't, like, as soon, I need to know. Morbid curiosity. That's the one. I, it's very, it's severe. It's severe. It's so bad with her. I got it bad. I really do. And so I saw that. I read the back and I'm like, huh, okay. So this is from, would you guess it, Captain Hook's view. And I'm like, okay. So we about to be, I was under the impression that we were going to be in Neverland and we're going to be on the island and we're going to see Captain Hook go after Wendy. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's advertised that, you know, like, the silly little poem really makes it seem yeah. the Yeah, the silly little poem, just like, oh, okay, it's gonna be whimsical, we're gonna be on Neverland, la la la. Nope. It takes place in the Bronx in New York. <laughs> I love the way you say Bronx. <laughs> it takes place in the Bronx in New York. And James, what... I forgot, like, the technical last name in the book, but his nickname is Hook. His name is James something. Yeah. That's he dumb. goes by Hook. Huh? I said, that's dumb. No, because he's a he's a really, like, renowned gang. You know, he owns a nightclub, right? And mm, he has... Yeah, exactly. And he's, like, he's in charge of, like, I think shipping or some shit. I don't know. Illegal trade or some shit. The, the works, you know? Mm -hmm. Everyone, like, the, the classics, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you think guy who owns a club, you think, oh, he probably sells guns back there. Or some <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> they're trading drugs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's... It's the classics, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, this book, again, so it's uh, James, he's a club owner, and he he has a vendetta against <laughs> this guy, uh, Peter, I don't forgot his last name, Peter Pan, okay? <laughs> Peter Pan, in this book, he owns an airline company called <laughs> Neverland's. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason Peter, no, the reason Hook's got beef <laughs> with <laughs> Peter <laughs> is because his, like, dad or uncle or whatever went down. <laughs> you mean he crash landed on Neverlands? Spirit Airlines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, Hook, because, like, they, 
because apparently Hook's dad or uncle or whatever, like, did trade with Peter. And, like, they were supposed to have, like, a, not a monopoly or some shit. Like, the deal went wrong and the plane went down. And it was orchestrated. And so Hook, he's like, man, I gotta take down the, the CEO of <laughs> Neverland's airline. Is he a child? Peter? No, he's an adult. Okay. I'm just... Were you imagining a 16-year-old kid? A little as... bit. A little bit. As the CEO. I'm... Well, now that you say adult, now all I can think is... <laughs> Have you seen the stupid new Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie? What? There's a, there's a, there's a new Chip and Dale movie that came out on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Peter Pan is the villain. Shocker. Because, like, it's... Tunes are... Are actors basically like okay. cartoons like they're just normal people living about their lives and everything you see on Disney is an acting job yep so Peter Pan was an actor <laughs> not an eternally teenage child so he yeah. grew up <laughs> no. and you all need to go look it up if you haven't seen it but the adult version of Peter Pan and that is all I can think of right now, and it's haunting. I need to show you so you can okay. know what I what's going through my head right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You're laughing, you haven't even said it to me I yet. Sorry. No, I just saw it again, and it's, it's so funny. I can't see. I'll send, I'll send it to you. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Oh, oh, did my phone die? Uh-oh. Did your phone die? Yeah, oh, my no. phone's dead. Oh, oh wait, no. no. I have it on here. It's okay. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The gold chain and everything. <laughs> beer belly it's oh my haunting. fucking god <laughs> it's haunting <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so I, I just want you to know that that's what i will be picturing every time you mention an adult <laughs> peter throughout the rest of this episode this is shockingly the only adult peter really book. yeah okay that's probably a good thing continue <laughs> so yeah hook's got beef with Peter, the CEO of Neverland's Airlines, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> Hook, he's like, I gotta take this man down. And so, I'm gonna kill him for what he did, right? Yeah. And so, As you do. Pe Peter's daughter, Wendy, um, she, they moved to New York as like a, not like a ploy or whatever, but like, because they're from... Captain Hook's obviously from the UK, and so is Peter, but then they, they like, come or whatever in New York. They're... Mm -hmm. Peter is wanting to do, like, some sort of trade with Hook, but, like, Peter doesn't remember Hook, because Hook was a child when this all went down. Mm -hmm. So, they're, like, you know, it's Hook and Peter, like, doing this, like, trade or whatever. I still don't know what the fuck they're trading. Like, <laughs> I don't! Is it guns? Is it drugs? Who We don't know. 
We don't know. But the, the trade is going down, and they wanted to use, like... Hook is like, you can't operate in that my territory without my permission. Blah, blah, blah. And so Peter doesn't recognize Hook, James, mm-hmm. because, you know, he was a kid when his parents died, you know? Yeah. And so Hook is, like, seething, like, I'm gonna take you down. And, of course, Peter's just like, boy, son! Like... <laughs> And so Wendy is Peter's daughter, and she just turned 19 or 18. It's probably 18, so we can have that barely legal, you know. You're right, because Pete, no, Hook, James is like 24-something. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We, we have to make it legal, but yeah. we're going to keep it gross. Yep, we're going to still have her innocence, right? And so she's mm-hmm. going to school, she's going to college, she works at a cafe, by the way, Wendy, she works at a cafe. I, there was a... Sp- How many fan fiction tropes are we going to shove into this book? Every single one. <laughs> Good to know. Every single one. Is there only one bed? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Wait, really? <laughs> On the boat! <laughs> he takes her back to his yacht! <laughs> it's like called like the... It was like the... Crooked croc or whatever the fuck it's the, it's like something I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm telling you, a 14 year old wrote this book. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> so yeah, so Wendy she works at the cafe and like her two friends don't remember their, her names. It's again the fanfic trope where the main girl who's kind of shy, you know, like ditzy like shy or whatever blah, blah blah and then you have the one friend that's like a s- insane bitch like you know that's like well she's the hot one she knows she's hot she gets all the guys and she's like suck it up wendy like la 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 like just live a little take the drugs idiot like she's like <laughs> the bad friend right and then you got the other friend that's like don't listen to her, Wendy. She's just like that. You know, that's just her attitude. You know, mm-hmm. don't take it personal. The, the, the worst types of <laughs> the worst types of friends to have, right? Yep. And so, uh, they go to Hook's Club, right? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, like it's sets where like there's cameras set up, or whatever. Hook James knows that's Peter's daughter, so mm-hmm. he's like, "Ooh, I'm a, I'm a." Sex her up, and then I'm gonna. <laughs> I can see you trying to like come up with like a, a semi okay phrase, and it just wasn't happening. I couldn't think of anything. He's. I'm gonna sex her up, and then take pictures and like oh, show Peter, and like yeah, yeah. It's the worst. It's like after, by Anaton. I haven't read it. I've, I've seen. Oh. I've... Spoilers, by the no, way. No, that's okay. I specifically watch commentaries of the movie online to laugh at it. But Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Hook's brilliant plan to take Peter down is he's going to show him that Wendy's not so innocent and, like, throw her in front of him and then kill Peter. Like, that's, that, that's, that's the plan. That, so much yep. logic. Yep. No, it's his sweet plot of revenge. He's been dreaming about this since he was 12. Let him. <laughs> Oh, that makes a whole lot more sense if he's been planning that since he was 12. <laughs> that does seem like a 12-year-old A 12-year-old thing. I'm, I'm gonna make plan. her look like 
a hoe. <laughs> and then I'm gonna tell her dad. <laughs> I love this episode so much. brilliant plan he had and then like i like he sees her through the monitor like the first time she enters the club she's of course wearing that powder blue dress or whatever she looks so innocent and like of course like hook he sees her and he's like in the book he like gets hard seeing her in the thing i'm just i know they this book is stupidly graphic for no fucking reason like i'm pretty sure he's like just like i'm like pulsing at the idea of already being tied or some shit. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. And it's multiple POVs. Oh, yay! <laughs> From Hook and then Wendy. Of course. Of course. And then, so, yeah, so at the club, Hook, he was just like, because the one bitch, you know, the one that's just like, I'm hot, I'm here for Hook! And they get invited to VIP, and of course, like, the one bitch, and she's like, oh, it's cause me, right? Like, Hook totally has, like, a thing for me, and then Hook is just like, hey, Wendy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just heavy breathing. <laughs> My plan is about to work. <laughs> Look at that fucking 18-year-old, she's so hot! <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking right! <laughs> You can come into this bar or club anytime. Not a bar, it's a club. I'm coming to this club anytime. La la la. Like, just tell him you're with me. <laughs> and, like, you know, he tries to, like, romance or whatever. Cause she's like, I'm not the type of person, like, I'm still a virgin. I haven't done anything. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We're spending so much time just with my disgust in this book. <laughs> And so, like, the rest of the book is just, like, him stopping by the coffee shop. And it was just like, hey, let me take you on these, like, extravagant dates. Wear something blue. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He takes her back to the yacht at one point. Of course, they get down Diddy. And, um... <laughs> what? That was not the phrase I was expecting to come out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm not gonna use the words that this author chose no, I to am, use. I appreciate Emily McIntyre. What the actual fuck? <laughs> the amount of times I had to read the word girth, <gasps> like, or me member. <laughs> Hard throbbing. I'm like, please stop for the love of Jesus Christ. Stop it right there, right now. Okay, so yeah, so that was basically the book. Hook's evil plan is to, like, you know. Yeah. Ugh. And then, so, all the while, uh, Hook believes that Wendy is in on it. Like, he. Wait, wait, no, Hook thinks that Wendy knows what her dad did to him. She wasn't even alive when it happened! <laughs> she was, but it was a joke. <laughs> She was still in, like, preschool when this whole shit happened. Uh. But he thinks that Wendy knew. 
about what her father did to him. And so at one point, like, when, like, they're at the club and then, like, you know, Hook has Wendy around his arm or whatever, and he is just like, Sup, Peter? And then Peter's like, What the hell are you doing, Wendy? Get away from him. She's like, What does it mean? What's going on? <laughs> and then, uh, he's just like, We're, we're conversing or whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's like, Is this the person, like, you know, your weird work or whatever? I know you're doing shitty shit. And then, like, she ends up siding with Hook. Even though he actually keeps her captive at one point. Lovely. Beautiful romance, though. Because mm. at the end, she does get pregnant with this kid. Happy endings. Am I right? <laughs> Your face! <laughs> I just... I don't... I... Yep. God. Mm-hmm. God has left us. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, so that's the that's the one that, like, really hurt. The one that, like, I didn't even... This one caught me by surprise, because, like, I wasn't even recommended this. It's just circling book talk. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I know this was an Amazon series, because Nikki sent me this one. She's like, it's bad, but it's smutty. <laughs> Oh. And so I was just like, okay, it's called, uh, what was the author's name? Oh, man, I have the book behind me. Two seconds. Cut this part out. <laughs> oh, you're gonna love the author. Um, oh, this no. next, oh, yeah. No. Is it, is it the... It's the Never King it. by Nikki St. Crow. It's always a saint, and none of them are. <laughs> Like, what, what's it called? Like a writer pseudonym. Thi- what pseudonym? Pseudonym. Or um, pen name. Pen name. That's the one. I was just like, huh? <laughs> pseudonym. Pseudonym's <laughs> one word for it, but pen name is more accurate. Yet. Yes, the pen name that has the saint in it. Where? Donde esta? Where is the saint? There's nothing holy about this shit. I'm looking at you, Scarlet Saint Clair. <laughs> That's not your name. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it. So, uh, <laughs> Nikki St. <Saint> Crow, <laughs> she wrote a book called The Never King, and it was only exclusive to Amazon. I bought it for three bucks, I shit you not. Hmm, it probably wasn't even worth that. Nope. The second book came out, and it was twelve ninety nine. Yeah, because they The got- fucking audacity <laughs> won. It wasn't until I was just like, oh my god, this fucking... Like, I read it in an hour, by the way. Oh, nice. How many pages is this book? No, don't so don't say nice. I hated every moment of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, more like 85 minutes, 45 minutes, honestly, because it's 103 pages. Oh. 183 pages. Oh, that's little. 183. Cute. Anyway, so... Thanks. <sighs> so... Nikki was just like, it's bad, but it's smutty. I'm like, okay. And so I bought it. I'm like, three bucks? Sure. And I hated every hour of it. Like, the whole thing. It was... Mm -hmm. Brace yourself. Bring it. By the way, bad adaptations, I do not... I'm so sorry there are going to be spoiler warnings. Or no spoiler warnings. All the spoiler warnings. But with the good book adaptations, I'm not going to say any spoilers because I want you guys to read it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So, The Never King, I, 
I was walking, I think I sent you a picture. I was walking into work one day and I saw it on the spice rack. And so I was just like Spice Rack. What? <laughs> it's true. Basically this one is called <laughs> Spice Rack. what it's called it's a nice wall at the end of a book cap and it's just spicy talk i'm like no because it was like it's it, the spice rack it had it's like two rows two books per row and mm-hmm. at the top the very center there's one and it was the never king and i wanted to shit myself like i walked into work and i was just like no fucking way this book's here now <laughs> all right so the Never King. <laughs> so, this one. Now, yeah, this one's worse than Hooked, I'll be honest. Mm. Okay, so basically, for two centuries, the darling women have disappeared on their 18th birthday. Sometimes they're gone for only a day, some for a week or a month, but they always return broken. Oh. I'm reading this from the back of the thing. Mm hmm. Now, one afternoon, on my 18th birthday, my mother is running around the house making sure all the windows are barred and the doors locked. But it's pointless. Whoa. Pointless. (laughs) Because when night falls, he comes for me, and this time, the Never King and the Lost Boys aren't willing to let me go. This is the quotation from the author. Or no, someone. Someone. The Never King is a dark retelling of Peter and Wendy. If you like your enemies to lovers romance with hot, ruthless, morally gray love interests, you'll enjoy the Never King and the Lost Boys. You can expect hate kissing, fighting, bickering, and touch her and I'll unalive you vibes. That's all on the back of the book, by the way. Yeah, I can't. So. That's gross. Um. So, yeah. Honestly and truly, the actual, like, story part of it, I'll, get, I'll be honest, 100% honest, if the story was well written, it could have been very interesting. But yeah. it was hard to see the story for through all the fucking smut. <laughs> like, I kid you not, like, I'm pretty sure all, if all but one lost boy have a turn with Wendy. Oh! <laughs> yeah, no, I'm dead serious. And she's into it. Like, okay, here's the thing. Well, no, not to hear this thing. I'm not defending this at all. This is just me, expe- like, explaining the context. So, Peter, he takes every- all the darlings disappear whatever on their 18th birthday in hopes that Peter can find the cure because the-, the island is dying and something with his shadow or whatever. I don't want to read it again. <laughs> but basically, the island's dying, and he needs to figure out how to save it. And then, uh, blah. This one, I forgot her name. This darling, who the fuck knows who she is? Uh, this darling, she puts two and two together. They're like, oh, the only way to, like, save, you know, the island is you have to reattach your shadow uh, to you. Because the shadow is not with Peter. The shadow's gone. The shadow is a completely other entity, like a darker version of Peter. It, it took them two centuries to figure this out. <laughs> Good to know. Yup. Here we go. And so, um, yeah, so she 
Like, the beginning of the book should have been a tell-all, you know, because in the beginning of the book you see her mother, like, freaking the fuck out, right? And yep. of course, like, this girl, this darling, she's, like, scared her when Peter comes for her and she's, like, a little bit excited. I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> Ew. Like, like, my toes curl or whatever. I'm like, stop with the toes curling. I can't. No. How old is Peter? Uh, I'm pretty sure old. Okay. Pretty sure they're all, like, if not late teens, early 20s. I'm more, more, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because he's, I don't know, I didn't get a <laughs> clarification, I'll be honest. Okay. Any hoosies. So, Peter, he only wants her for one thing and one thing only, is to figure out how to get his shadow back. Oh, I fully thought you were going to say sex. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I was startled when you said to get his shadow back. <laughs> I mean, the sex is apparently a not a bonus, but like <laughs> she had to work for it because this girl, no, I'm dead serious, she's into it. Like this this darling, so she gets captured or whatever and all the boys, like the lost boys and Peter's like, "Oh, you're not going to last one minute here." La, 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 like all the girls, la la la. And then though, so this bitch, she's like, "You know what? I'll give them something they won't expect." I'm going to break their wills instead. And she's gonna... Her idea is, like, she'll sleep with them willingly and, like, think she's, like, bad shit. And, like, you know... I, I don't know her the point. Like, she's she's really into it. And then that's when the boys are like, oh, she's not like other girls. Holy shit. <laughs> Just like... I... Yeah. Like, if it was just, like, her just, like... Wanting to sleep around for the fun of it. I was going to be like, you know, I'm, I'm not one to yuck anyone's yum. But the fact that she's doing it as a way to, like, as, like, a power play. Yep. And not in a good way. Yep. Ladies, if you get kidnapped, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was looking for, uh, I was looking for, uh, the name of one of the lost boys because there's a few others one there's uh there's listen i'm going through this and i'm not saying the main one is vain he is peter's right hand man and the one who's the most dark and mysterious is the only one that doesn't fuck her nice yeah and like if anyone like the don't you touch her at all in live you vibes that the author was talking about was not from peter it was from vain which I was just like, I'll, I'll admit it, I was reading, I'm like, oh, Vane. Okay, like, for, like, two seconds, I'm like, mm -hmm. huh, okay. Like, there could have been something there, again, if this was better written. But, yeah, so she is trying to learn all about Peter's secrets by sleeping with every single lost boy. And, <laughs> yep. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? No, I'm just, I'm just upset. <laughs> <laughs> What's upsetting, darling? <laughs> Don't. Don't call me darling in this context. <laughs> Anywhoosie, so she's sleeping with all of them. And, um, yeah. It's it's not till the end of the book that she realizes that you have to reattach the shadow. Um. And I, I'll be honest, I don't remember how it ends. To be honest, the book. <laughs> That's um, always a good sign. 
I I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember how it ends, but it does end with them figuring out. Oh, hey, by the way, you do need to get like reattach his shadow, and then I think the ending alluded to finally facing Hook, and oh, that's right. There's something more scarier than Hook, and it's the crocodile. <laughs> so the crocodile is an actual guy. It's a dude. It's a dude. Yeah. Like like once uh-huh. upon a time. Where the- yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. Ex- exactly. He's a dude. And he's alluded to in the second book. And he's worse than Hook. Apparently. But yeah, Peter, he's like, he's he's called the Never King, and he's the Dark Lord. He's called the Dark One. And so, uh... Okay, no, that, that title belongs to Rumpelstiltskin and Rumpelstiltskin alone, okay? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this person watched Once Upon a Time, I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that explains so much. <sighs> I mean... Oh, wow. I'm just thinking Nick- of the Peter Pan arc in Once Upon a Time now. Me too. Was, like, the best arc. It but- was. <laughs> Nikki St. Crow, were you a Once fan? Onceler. <gasps> She's a Onceler! Anyway, that makes so much sense. And, because, like, you'll see, like, the moments where, like, Peter's, like, in his, like, den or whatever, like, pissed off. And then Vane is just like, hey, you, we gotta figure this out because the island's dying. And then Peter's like, don't you think I know that? But <laughs> Don't read this book. It sucks. Okay. <laughs> oh, and the tagline for this book is, the stories were all wrong. Hook was never the villain. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, okay. This one, okay, I can't, every single time I introduce a new book, I'm worried. I'm like, no, wait, this one's the worst one. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> I, I have two more bad books and then we're going to go to the good shit. I okay. promise. Okay, okay, two more. Listen, okay. Yeah. So, this book, it's called Unhooked by Lisa Maxwell. This came out in 2016-ish, 2018, somewhere around there. Mm. Um, <laughs> so remember earlier in the, the into earlier in the episode where I was just like, hey, what do you like? Books where it has the characters that are in it? Or mm-hmm. new characters that, like, go into Neverland? You know? Like, the, the self-inserts. Ooh, I'm gonna apologize. I just fully on there, and I'm not gonna be able to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. Self- yes. It's self-insert. Got it. Alright, we're gonna fast-forward back to this moment, because holy fuck do I hate Gwendolyn Alistair with the goddamn passion. <laughs> I'm gonna read you, th- I'm gonna read you the, what is the thing in the back of the book? The blurb. Thank you. For as long as she can remember, Gwendolyn Alistair has never had a place to call home, all because her mother believes that monsters are hunting them. Now these delusions have brought them to London, far from the life Gwen had finally started to build for herself. The only saving grace is her best friend Olivia, who is coming with them for the summer. But when Gwen, Al- Gwen and Olivia are kidnapped by shadowy creatures and taken into the world of flesh-eating sea hags and dangerous fae, Gwen realizes her mom might have been saying all along. The world Gwen finds herself in is called Neverland, yet it is nothing like the stories here. Good and evil lose their meaning and memories slip like water through their fingers. As Gwen struggles to remember where she came from and find a way home, she must choose between trusting the charming fairy tale hero who says all the right things and the roguish young pirate who promises to keep her safe. With time running out and her enemies closing in, Gwen is forced to face the truths. 
she's hiding from all along. But will she be able to save Neverland without losing herself? Probably. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> this is the most annoying- Okay, this is the one where I'm like, this love triangle is fucking stupid. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was right! <laughs> and, like, the idea is just, like, the whole- The theme throughout the whole book is, like, who's the villain? Like, they're both- They both suck! What do you mean? <laughs> in this- Okay, in some iterations, like, they have Hook, like, you know what? He's not the bad guy. But, like, in this book, it's, like, it's, it's main theme is who's in the wrong. They both suck! <laughs> Peter, he's... Okay, the one difference between Peter and Hook... Peter... The only difference between Peter and Hook is Hook tells the truth. <laughs> he doesn't lie. He is, like... Hook is pretty straight up with someone where he was just like, Oh, I'm killing him because, you know, he's an asshole. And it's just like, oh didn't need to look at her that way blah, blah, blah. and peter he does it for fucking sport and he everything he says could be a lie even his affections towards gwen gross it's it is the most frustrating book <laughs> i never wanted to strangle a fucking main character before but holy shit she's so annoying she sits and allows things to happen she Olivia should have ran for the fucking hills because you should. At one point, Gwen fucking forgets Olivia's there because nice. she's so caught up with Peter and like. Don't read this book. It's it's the worst. It's just, it's basically, the book is literally her going back and forth between Hook and Peter, and just like, oh, he did something bad. I'm gonna run to Hook. Oh my god, you were right. Peter was the worst. Oh my god, Hook did something bad! Runs back to Peter. Oh my god, Hook's the worst! And back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. Do not read this fucking book. <laughs> Are you okay? No. Oh, also, because the whole thing was that her dad, like, has, like, a sickness or whatever, la la la. And spoiler ending, spoiler for the end of the book. Um, the dad, actually, her dad, her father, was actually a lost boy and was taken. Oh, nice. Yeah, the twist. The shock. Cool. None of us saw it coming. I'll be honest. I'm gonna feel like it wasn't very important to the plot, either. No. Well, it was mentioned quite a few times, and I'm like, you know what? What if that happened? Oh, shocker. He's- <laughs> The dad was take. The dad was taken as a lost boy? Who could have seen this? <laughs> oh, the dead-eyed stare you're giving me right now. <laughs> I can't. I'm done with Unhooked. That one, that one is a mess on her own. Jesus okay. Christ. Anyway, the well, last book. The last shitty one. I have another? I have Jeez. two! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm gonna speed- Okay, Kay. this one, this book, okay- it's not the worst, but it's not the greatest. I only put it in the books I did not like because I was expecting more. So it's not like this book is like, you know, the other three. I'm just like, don't fucking read this book. Because you might actually like this book. Mm -hmm. um, the book is called Tiger Lily by... I don't know the... I didn't write the author's name. I think I have heard of this one. <laughs> Tiger Lily, uh, it's basically... Uh, it tells the story of Tiger Lily and Peter Pan and their love and what they had, and then Wendy comes to Neverland and everything changes. Mm. 
So, I picked this up years ago. And I picked it up thinking it was going to be... I, w I was expecting romance, but... I don't know, just the way it was written. First off, it was written through Tinkerbell's eyes. Mm -hmm. And so, the narration was very much Tinkerbell's, which kind of took me out of uh, Tiger Lily's feelings. Yeah, that, that, is, that is a really weird choice. Yeah, so I was, like, again, like, the back of the book explains, like, oh, Tiger Lily, like, she's trying to, like, you know, save, you know, because she's the daughter of the chief and, like, the alliance between the Lost Boys and the chief and... Mm -hmm that stuff I was expecting something else and so it felt like things that were like supposed to be sad weren't as sad because it was being told through Tink's eyes yeah, it made me like Tink a lot but that is a really weird choice to have like outsider POV when the book is about a specific character yeah that is bizarre yeah that's it's it was it was an okay book it's not the worst but it's not the best. It's uh, the writing style is extremely weird, and that's only, the only reason that I was just like I don't like this book, especially because I was expecting a lot more, especially from the blurb in the back. That's, that's mm -hmm. why it's called a blurb. Yep. Yeah. From based I'm on the blurb you. from the back. Yes, I'm <laughs> learning so many things. <laughs> but yeah, that was the only reason why I put it in the not good books. The last book I totally forgot this one. Buckle up. This one's oh, another self-insert book. Oh god, stop yawning. I'm so sorry. You're totally fine. Um. Wait, hold on. I skipped something. I think I skipped something. No, I did not. Anyway. Um, so this book is called Darling Girl, a novel of Peter Pan by Liz Michaliski. I don't have it in front of me, so I could not tell you. That's fine. Um, basically, I'm reading the blurb for you. Um, life is looking up for Holly Darling, granddaughter of Wendy. Yes, that Wendy. She is running a, a successful skincare company. Her son, Jack, is happy and healthy, and the tragedy of her past is well behind her. Until she gets a call that her daughter, Eden, who has been in a coma for nearly a decade, has gone missing from the estate that she's been long tucked away. And worst of all, Holly knows who must be responsible. Peter Pan, who is not only very real, but more dangerous than anyone can imagine. Now, this story, hi Toulouse, Toulouse knows. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, Holly, she owns a skincare routine, she owns like a skincare company or whatever, um, Eden's father is Peter. And the reason why she's, like, Eden is, like, in a coma is because she has a rare condition where she ages really, really fast. Ironic, because her father is the one that doesn't age. Right? So, how old was her mom when she and Peter got together? Guess when. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to. It's gonna be bad no matter what. We love young teen pregnancy! Oh, jeez. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, Eden disappears. And, um, Eden's like, oh, shit, I need to, like, figure out. And then she, she's like, I need to go get her back. And so she enlists the help of Christopher Crook. Uh, this guy who was a soldier. 
He's an ex-soldier and has unusual methods. I'm reading the thing. Unusual <laughs> methods to solve problems. He's fucking sadistic. It's basically <laughs> Christopher Crook is this Captain Hook. Just... It's the worst. It's... Also, Jack knows nothing about his sister or the crucial role that she plays in his life. Uh, her mother is the only pers other person in the world who knows that Peter is more than a story, but refuses to accept that she is that he is not the hero always imagined. So, like, Wendy... Or no, Holly's mother is just like, Oh, Peter's great, la la la, but didn't realize that, like, Holly, you know, like, had some fun with Peter, and, <laughs> like, you know, just... This book is all over the place, I'll be honest. It sounds it's just, like it. I don't remember the ending, I'll be mm -hmm. honest. I think the daughter gets saved. Who knows? It was just honestly all over the place. How, like, oh, Peter and Holly had a thing, but he also had a thing with my mother and my grandmother before me, so I'm Ew. just like, eh. Ew. Like, keeping it in the family. No! <laughs> no! Jesus Christ. But yeah, no. That's I don't want to get into the implications of that when he kidnapped his daughter. Um, nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, wait, really? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because she he needed uh his daughter for something in Neverland. Again, I've read it so long ago. I don't remember the plot, but he took Eden because she has she ages rapidly and he can't age. I think it had something to do with Hook. I don't remember. Mm. Don't read it, guys. Save your time. Save the money. Now, that's over. The worst is over. Thank We're now God. going into the good adaptations. Yay. Again, this is all my personal opinion. Some people might have different opinions from me. So if I name a book that you don't like, that's totally fine. And, um, yeah, I'm good. For these adaptations, I am not going to be telling too much about the plot. Um... Just because I want to encourage you guys to read the book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the very uh, first good adaptation that I want to add, and it's a series, um, I read it so long ago. Um, it's called uh, the Wendy Darling series. It's, uh, it's The first book is Wendy Darling, and it's the Stars series. Mm -hmm. There's three books in the series, and it's, um, it's a YA book. Of course, it's Wendy. She disappears with Peter. She learns, she goes to uh, Neverland with Peter, uh, John, and Michael, and then, sorry, there's a fly. Um, and she gets caught up in the whimsicalness that is Neverland, and she starts to lose some memories of, like, the real world. And then as she's, like, trying to, like, remember, like, wait, no, this isn't real, this isn't right, as soon as she starts to become the realization that Neverland is all that it is out to be and that she's not supposed to be here, that is when she's learning, hey, Peter's not who he says he is. This is a YA series, and Peter and Wendy do have a mature relationship, but there's no sex. Um, it does get steamy at points, but it also is a very... not. It's a graphic book, it is the gore. Like, uh, you yeah. see, I don't know how else to explain it, but, like, the some of, like, the battle sequences with, like, the Lost Boys and the Pirates, mm -hmm. very, I was very shocked, because I'm like, this is a YA book, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, God, but 
Again, I wrote, read this long time ago. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was really, really good. So it's Wendy, like, trying to figure out, like, learning about Peter, trying to, like, save the Lost Boys, save her brothers, trying to get them back to London. And, um, yeah. Basically a good adaptation of, <laughs> of uh, the series. I will admit, Wendy is pretty bland in the very beginning. Yeah. Like, she sits back, you know, and it's, well, I think it's she's bland because she's just caught up in Peter and the whimsicalness of Neverland, and there's lots of description for how Neverland is and seeing it through her eyes, la la la, and of course their relationship, yeah, but it's, more it's fo- not- more focused on- <laughs> sorry, more focused on the external than, like, what mm-hmm. her deal is, really. Yeah. And- they do it beautifully where it doesn't feel like fucking Stockholm Syndrome. I love it, that. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's not like that. Like, they're caught up in each other, and it's not like he's keeping her captive, mm-hmm. per se. Like, she's still free to roam the island, yeah. and free to roam Neverland. It's just she's forgetting parts of herself and parts of her past. And so, um... What else? What did I put in my notes? John pissed me off in this book. That was in all caps. <laughs> Because she's trying to save them, but also her brother, John and Michael, they forgot London, too. And so she's trying to save her brothers, save the Lost Boys, because she also realizes, hey, they're, you know, ca- as much captive as the rest of us. Um, I really liked the world building. Oh! <laughs> I did that thing where I shipped Wendy with a guy, oh even though... Even though, like, they had no, like, sexual energy, but, like... Why are you like this? It's cause it's good! <laughs> Wendy, <laughs> Wendy and Abbott, oh my god, it's so good. Oh like, I know, cause Peter's 100% right there, like, he, plain and simple, he's right there. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Abbott, I'm just like... Oh, great anytime okay um but yeah so i i recommend the wendy darling series um she really comes into her own in the second book the second book i think is the best book of the series um because that is when she meets when she enlists the help of hook mm-hmm. and so um i'm not gonna spoil the book but i really like I really like the second book. The second book really, like, made the first book shine, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do recommend the series. Um, yeah, I really recommend the series. Uh, I think it was really, really well done. Again, personal opinion. But yeah, the Star series, uh, the first is Wendy Darling. And also, what drew me into the book was the cover, because I'll have to show you the cover, but because it's like this girl like floating in air and she's holding on to like the book stand hold on now i need to send you a picture okay because now you need to see okay i just sent it to you it was it was a hundred percent the cover that got me oh that is cool right it's so pretty it really is beautiful Mm mm-hmm so yeah, the cover alone drew me into the book, and I really, really liked it. Again, some people, like, I understand people when they were just like, the first book's kind of slow, but I'm like, eh, it's more... Wendy doesn't realize what's happening until later, so she's not responding, like, she's not seeing all of these bad things, like, because I know some of the issue is that she kind of just stood there and watched everything, which, what else could she do? Because, 
she's just watching Peter and believing him and like you know their love and stuff because it's obviously there and so yeah book two fucking fantastic loved it um so the second book I recommend um is very very new it came out this year it is also called Wendy Darling and it's by AC Wise um it's about Wendy Darling and how she grew up and she has a husband and a young daughter named Jane a lovely life in London um but one night after so many years Peter Pan returns um Wendy finds him outside her daughter's window looking to claim a new mother for his lost boys but instead of Wendy he takes Jane now Wendy's a grown woman and she is a mother, a patient, and survivor. Wendy must follow Peter Pan back to Neverland to rescue her daughter and finally face the darkness at the heart of the island. So, it's, it was, I finished this book this week, specifically, because I'm like, I need to finish this book for this podcast. Uh, it was really, really well done, I think. Because the first, like, even first paragraph of the book was just, I knew he was at the window before I could breathe. Like, she, it was Wendy, like, immediately Wendy, like, recognized the chill in the air and ran to her daughter's room. And just, the book is told from three different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Wendy as a mother. Wendy when she first arrived in Neverland. And then Jane. Interesting. So, Wendy, like, in the, you can tell in, like, even the very first, like, chapter, you can see her struggle because there's, a, a, of course, a long part. In the book, um, in this universe, Wendy, after her, Michael, and John came back from Neverland, she kind of went crazy, and she was admitted to a hospital because, like, she was just saying fantastical things about what happened in Neverland and, like, the dark stories that happened in Neverland that, like, you know, not everyone remembers. And so she was put in a hospital for a minute, just like, hey, you, something's not right there. And Michael and John forgot it all because of, you know time and they weren't as affected as Wendy was Mm -hmm. and so the story takes place like you can see like you have glimpses like of how it was when Wendy first got there and the connection that her and Peter shared and Peter takes Jane out of spite and just but Peter is still alluring and Jane still finds a way to fall for his charms as well and so it's Wendy battling herself and battling Peter because there's still a part of her that wished that they like I think in the first chapter it was like there was a little like not twinge of jealousy but just like I thought he was coming for me sort of thing yeah. but it was just for a slight second she's battling her emotions right now I love that concept I like know the more, like psychological analysis mm-hmm. of it yeah, it's it was very interesting because like she's like, because they were in Neverland for so long and she, time moves differently in Neverland and so, she still remembers the good parts of Peter but returning to Neverland she remembers all the bad, yeah. which is all the more reason why she wants to protect her daughter, and so yeah, it was such an incredible book, like I finished it, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> It was so fucking good. I I really enjoyed how it was written. And it didn't feel like... Because it wasn't... The book isn't ch- split up by chapter. Mm-hmm. It's split up by POV, but it doesn't break, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. like, 
it doesn't the flow of the story doesn't break by the page it just keeps going it's fluid and i really really enjoyed it while i was reading it and then like you can still tell the different like even though like one pov is like specifically from wendy you can still tell what jade is feeling nice and like it's you can see the cogs and the wheels turning with jane too because now she's going through what Wendy's going through. And Wendy's recognizing this, so she's trying to help Jane while also battling that same mentality from herself. I love a well-done multiple POV. Very, very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it... It was really, really good. I don't want to say anything <laughs> else, but I'm just okay. like, I really... It came out earlier this year. Like, maybe a few months ago. It's wow. a fairly recent book so fucking good (laughs) um the next book last book apparently the last book i want to recommend i again i read this one in the height of covid in the pandemic um it's called the lost boy the true story of captain hook by christina henry holy shit christina henry why do i know that name she's she's written 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 a few other books (laughs) let me see what else she's written okay Perfect. Oh wait. Hmm. Wait. No. Uh, I. Uh, I know. I know her name. Why? <laughs> she wrote the Alice in Wonderland retelling I'm reading right now. <gasps> really? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> books right now. That is so cool. <laughs> I'm <it> right now. <laughs> Are you liking that book? I mean, I only just started it, but so far, yeah. Oh God! Oh God! Oh yes! I'm so excited for you. Oh, I heard, so cool. I heard the Alice in Wonderland book is really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I encourage everyone to read this book, um, "The Lost Boy: A True Story of Captain Hook." It's, it was okay. Again, it's a Captain Hook story, and so other Captain Hook stories I've read, fucking suck, dude. Um, but this one. This story is about Peter Pan and his very first lost boy, Jamie. Who grows up to be James Hook, yeah. And so, uh, it's the story of Peter Pan and the very first lost boy and, uh, how, um, where's the thing? What did I, I wrote a thing. The first boy Peter chose to join on his adventures and, uh, of eternal youth and endless responsibility. Um... And this is the book where we learned eternal youth and immortality are two very separate things. Mm-hmm. So basically, Hook watched, or Jamie, watched Peter kidnap boys uh, as playthings, not really caring about like the carnage leaves behind. This is also a very bloody book. Mm-hmm. And so Hook, he's, he's young. He, he's a kid, along with Peter. And he mm-hmm. doesn't realize that like this is not a game. Yeah. Fact, they're actually getting hurt. And so over time, Hook starts to see that Peter's fun is not so fun. It's very Lord of the Flies. And so <laughs> so it does get a little gory. And so he's slowly realizing, like, oh, I don't know about this. And so he kind of becomes, like, Peter's, like, you know, scary. And he takes Lost Boys. So then uh, Hook, Jamie, he starts... Being, like, a, not a parental figure, but he tries to, like, keep the Lost Boys in line. Be like, hey, don't do that. Like, he's still stern, but he's just like, you do not want to piss off Dad. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's not until, um, 
Peter brings back a boy named Charlie that it just clicks for Jamie and it's just like oh no this is this is not okay and so that's when their feud started um so I have uh where was the thing Hook watched Peter kidnap boys as playthings not caring about the carnage it leaves. Bit by bit, Jamie sees Peter's true colors, and when Peter bring back, brings back little Charlie, a boy far too small for their games, Jamie makes it his mission to protect him. My favorite quote from this book, I had to write it down, is, He didn't bring magic and fun and eternal youth. He brought fear and madness and death, trailing blood behind him, trailing all the corpses of all the boys behind him, and yet it didn't weigh him to... It didn't weigh him to the earth at all. Every drop of spilled blood only made him lighter, gave him the freedom to fly. Oof. Nice. Such a fucking good book. A really good hook book. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of good, like, Captain Hook books, and this one was just like, holy shit! It was so good! Like, uh, this book was super, it was brutal with this book and how they both became the villain because mm -hmm. jamie's not innocent either so you understand it's more like a jamie is no saint in this book but if you understand his origins and see understand how he became the way he is yeah and so yeah no it's not it's not one of the stories like oh hook's actually the good guy no hook's not or jamie's not innocent but you understand where he's coming from and why he does the things that he does. It is so fucking well done. Yeah. I, it, yeah, it's like he was made into what he is rather than it, he just does it because he wants to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Very, very well done. Like, it is such a good book. I highly recommend this one. That's crazy that you're reading another one of her books. I know, you said it, and I was like, that... I said... Why does that name sound so familiar? <laughs> that is wild. Let me know what you think about the Alice in Wonderland book, because I'm like, I heard a lot of her retellings are really fucking good. Cause she's done a few. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'll have to give that one a look after I read the book of the month. <laughs> you should probably do that. I'll do that anyway. Um, but yeah, no, the last boy, the story, the story of the true cap, the story of Captain Hook. So unbelievably good. I will definitely look, look into that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to finish this out with books that I've heard about but haven't read yet. And then, um, yeah. Uh, the books I've heard about that I haven't read yet, the second book to the Wendy Darling book by A.C. Wise, the one where Wendy uh, goes to Neverland to save her daughter. Mm -hmm. um, Hooked is the second part of that book. It's on my shelf. I was going <laughs> to try to read it before today, but I ran out of time. So, yeah, it's basically, from what I read on the back, Captain Hook, he escapes Neverland, and he's in London, and um, Peter's not done with Wendy, and so Wendy instills his help to get rid of him once and for all. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. um, another one uh, I mentioned earlier, Straight On Till Morning, it's a twisted tale book, so the it's the... What if Wendy went with Captain Hook to Neverland instead of Peter? So it's mm -hmm. one of those, like, Twisted Tale books, like the one I read with Reflection. Yeah. Um, one of those books. Um, 
there was uh, a land of never after by rl davenor it where is it i have it saved this one came out last year um what got me drawn in is that it's uh basically a girl she was searching for a ship that would take her to a new place but that ship took her to neverland and she's trapped and she is trying to find her way out and the island is dying and she wants to find a way out but also save the island at the same time mm -hmm. um i heard that this book is like has like an lgbt plot twist so i was just like ooh sign me up <laughs> and it was said to be like a peter pan meets pirates of the caribbean whoa pirates of the caribbean in a land of never after um i do like some pirates of the caribbean me too um i'm a little like iffy on this one because i've heard so many mixed things about this book mm, like some yeah. people because it is it's technically not a ya it does touch up on like some what mentions of uh, intense language violence and mentions of gender dysmorphia. Mm. And so it's definitely not a kid's book, but I've heard so many mixed feelings about it. I heard lots of good things. But also like, eh, like they, did, I don't know. Lots of good, lots of bad. There's no like clear winner. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> which one's like, it's not like book talk where it's like, oh my God, it's so good. But it's, you know, it's but Yeah. It's hooked by <laughs> Emily McIntyre. <laughs> oh. I'm still scarred. Anyway, um, so I'm curious about that one. I was going to probably try and read that later. Um, and then Hook, uh, Dead to Rights by Melissa Snark. This book, I was just like, okay, it's where Hook is actually a woman. And she's battling Peter Pan, and I'm just like, oh, feminism? Fuck yeah. And so I want to <laughs> read that one. Um, I haven't heard too much about that one either. Oh, Talus! Buddy. Too late. Other people are allowed to live here. It's okay. No, they're not, Mom. Babies. You, you're fucking up my recording. Thank you. But yeah, I just heard, like, a woman, Captain Hook, and she's the sworn enemy, and she's had to take Peter Pan out. I'm just like, sign me up. <laughs> it's been on my TBR forever, uh, because I really like the cover of it, too, where it's, like, her with, like, her long hair flowing, and, like, she's on, like, a raft with a pirate hat on, looking over her shoulders. She's just like, I'm gonna take you on. I'm like, oh, yeah, same. It's <laughs> 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 so on my TBR forever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, to wrap it all up, what I have learned, that for a, tr a truly good Peter Pan uh, story retelling, it's like finding diamonds in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rough to find a good Peter Pan retelling that suits your fancy. Everyone has different fancies, I've learned quickly. <laughs> So it's all very much dependent on you as a person and how you perceive writing, how you like your smut, <laughs> how much story do you want in your smut, or how much story do you want over smut. And yeah. so there could be a beautiful balance. There could. Or, you know, it might take you a lot longer, but there is so 
many Peter Pan retellings, and I, there's so many that I haven't read, so there's, again, probably diamonds in the rough. You just have to find the right places to look. They have the potential to be really good, but are really bad when they make Wednesday the damsel in distress or the pick-me girl. If it's a pick-me girl energy, it's going to be a no, bad book. No, we don't like pick-me girl energy in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck pick-me girl energy. Fuck it. Oh, but yeah, man. It's, all, it's all your guys' preference. And again, so many books... So, so many books. I had not even touched the surface. I'm sure if you're listening, you have a Peter Pan retelling book that you really like or really dislike. Um, again, it's all about that search, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes Peter Pan so captivating, because you can read so many retellings, because it's a story that we all love so much and it's all gravitate towards that... I can read a shit ton of Peter mm-hmm. Pan retellings and I'll be able to find a story I like in either of them. In any of them. So, yeah. I think you did an amazing job, Bree. Thanks! <laughs> for, for our flagship solo episode, so. Yeah! You did awesome! I'm so thank proud you so of you! Much. Thank you, thank you! Yeah, thank you for putting all that work in. <laughs> did I get an A? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an A+. Yay! I did it, Mom. (laughs) I can't necessarily put this one on the fridge, but I feel like I did something. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, we hope you guys liked it too. If you did, tweet at us at ImagineLib on Twitter. Send us a Gmail at uh, ImaginaryLibrarians at gmail.com. Or you can catch us individually on Twitter. Um, I am at Lorelai underscore Lee. And I am at underscore Death Omen. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this. We hope you pick up a copy of House of Salt and Sorrow and read along for our August book club in two weeks. And we'll see you guys next week when we talk about book-to-screen adaptations, of which there are so many, so many to talk about. (laughs) I will try my best to leave Peter Pan out of it (laughs) We will see (laughs) But yeah, thank you guys for listening And uh, keep reading Bye Bye guys